Today on Locked on Anaheim Ducks, it's a show about nothing, it's a show about everything. All of this on today's Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network or T-L-O-P-N or Tlopin. How's everyone doing? It is the weekend and there is hockey going on once again. So just to peel back the curtain, this is a weekend special episode once again. Next week we will have shows not on Monday. It'll either be Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Not quite sure how that's going to work out yet. But don't forget, you can hear this podcast via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcast. And make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe if you really like it. And this is brought to you by Built Bar. We'll talk about them in a little bit. So over the past few days, obviously there's been a lot of civil unrest across the country, and this has gone into the world of sports. I'll address this quickly before going into the final part of our interview. Over the course of the past few days, there has been violence in Kenosha, Wisconsin. There have been killings, and a lot of it is unjustified. So Thursday and Friday, there was no hockey games played. In fact, when hockey finally resumed on Saturday, there was a special pre-game video before the early game on Saturday where they showed a brief video where all the players are united together. It was a very special video, and I'll make sure to link to that video or retweet it on the Locked on Ducks Twitter. So I highly recommend everyone watch it. So check that out. All right. Aside from that, it's been a pretty, I guess, non-newsworthy day. There's just been no hockey the past few days. As far as we're concerned, it's about where we thought it should be. You know, once again, as I've mentioned in the past, round two started two days early, so it makes sense to take a couple of days off. There are critics out there saying that the NHL took too long and that it was a day too late. There are some saying better late than never. Honestly, It's good that the players are standing up for what's right. So I will commend the players for that. All right, as I've mentioned, we're going to try to have a little bit of brevity here as I have my final part of the interview with Trey Matthews from Locked on Devils. And he's a very good interview, very fun guy. And this is going to be the part of the show where it's Seinfeld-esque, where it's a show about nothing. We talk about nothing and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun, and this will take the course over most of the show if you want to hear the part where we actually talk about a little bit of hockey i highly recommend you check out locked on devils if you want to hear the round table between myself trey matthews and jared ellis then check out locked on hurricanes or locked on nhl where we have a pretty incredible round table about racism in the nhl it is worth listening to and if you want to learn more then check out Locked on Hurricanes, Locked on Devils. So without further ado, here is the final part of my interview with Trey Matthews. Enjoy. Whew. All right. We, we've been talking for a while. Yeah, we have. Let, let's, and... de- let's devolve into Seinfeld. Let, let's talk about anything else besides sports. Just for the hell of it. Why not, right? Well, we got nothing else to talk about. It's not like our teams are in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank, thanks for the reminder there. <laughs> hey, I'm on the same boat as you. That's true. That's true. I mean, both of our teams have been exactly five months and a week. Oh, God. It's been five months and a week. Oh. Can you believe it? It makes me sad. 
will we be ready to go when the season starts? Because we'll be out of the out of it for like almost like ten months, almost a year. I don't know. I mean, I got to get back to the gym to even get back to covering these teams. But uh, oh my God. All right, so let's talk about something other than sports. So why don't you share some information about yourself that you find interesting? Oh, well, recently, since I've not been going to the gym because the gyms around California are mostly closed, I've been doing a lot more hiking recently. And apparently so have some of our other Anaheim Ducks and LA Kings players is they've taken to the outdoors. So they're doing more hiking, more going out not to the beach thank god because the beaches out here are packed um i know a couple players have gone hiking up in the hills in orange county which are fantastic i highly recommend hiking like santiago canyon that's a great hike i've gone a little more extreme though i started hiking the mountains the local mountains in southern california and just recently i've bagged two of the biggest mountains in socal uh, Mount Baden-Powell, which is elevation 9,400. And the big one, the biggest peak in L.A. County, Mount Baldy, 10,064 feet elevation. Really? Yep. I know East Coasters are going, what? Mountains go that high? Because I, I know the highest peaks in the Appalachias are not near 10,000. <laughs> and especially the area where you're at, you don't really have mountains, do you? No, we, we, we have beaches. Or yeah. and then again, our beaches aren't as nice as yours. So we got nothing. Yeah. So that last peak is a killer, killer peak. If you take the whole round trip, it's 11 to 12 miles. It's an all-day thing. But the elevation will begin to kill you. Uh, so the last time out, I went with... So I took Zuri up to the mountains. We start at about 5,800 feet and make the 4,200-foot elevation game which is a lot and she's a very smart dog you know she like she knows where the water is she goes to the waterfalls i'm staring at her right now as i'm talking about this so she knows i'm talking about her right now <laughs> yeah i'm talking about you pups she's staring at me like what 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 <laughs> so we go to the waterfall she cools off climb up and we're close to the top and we see the helicopter worrying around like uh crap something's going on might have to slow down a little bit. Uh, it turns out someone had a heart attack at the peak. So it slowed us down a little bit. You had, you know, Ranger saying slow down. We still made it up in about three and a half hours, which is fast because it's a long way up. And for those hiking, be prepared. When you get to seven, 8,000 feet, the air gets thin. When you get to 9,000 feet, it gets even thinner and you just want to slow down and crash unless you've prepared. So I get up to 10,000 feet. There's people camping out up there. They think this dog is the most adorable dog ever. She looks like Benji, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all. Yeah, you look like Benji. So on our way back down, uh, we take the shortcut. We take the fast way down. And we kind of run slash jog down to make up for some time. And then she begins barking. She starts barking in the distance like, what, what do you hear? What's going on? We see these three hikers off in the distance, and they're obviously lost, like very obviously lost. So they tell me the route they go, which is the complete wrong way. They went up Bear Canyon. I'm going down to Manker Flats. And for those in SoCal, they know what that means. 
So on the way down, they say, yeah, we're trying to go back up to the mountain. We've gone down and up and we don't know where we're going. I'm like, ah, crap. Okay. So I asked the questions. What time do you start? 9 a.m. <sighs> okay. Do you have any water? Uh, no, we drank all of it. <sighs> do you at least have any food? Uh, no, sir, we don't. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they were this why I don't do hiking. It's <laughs> very stressful. So with every no, I get more and more exasperated. And, and I go, oh, my God, what are you people doing to me? So I said, okay, where did you guys park? And I said, oh, we parked by their restaurant. I'm like, which one? Oh, the main Mount Baldy restaurant all the way down the hill. I'm like, oh, my God. They got they not only got lost, they got very lost. So I had to help them out. I had to have them follow me. I drove them down to the site where they parked. They were six miles off course. And, and if I had left them out there, they probably would have been lost in the dark. Oh, that was the last question I asked. Do you have headlamps? Uh, no, we don't. Oh, come on, people. So we ended up doing a little bit of night hiking. I started at 1 p.m., got to the car around 9.30 p.m. It's sundown. They'd hiked from 9 a.m. to 9.30. They were exhausted. So I ended up giving them the rest of my snacks, told them where to get water. But I was prepared. I bring stuff. I know what I'm doing. But come on, people. At least bring some water and some snacks. <laughs> like, come on. If you're going to go hiking. And don't underestimate those big mountains. I know the gyms are closed and you want to stay in shape. By hiking those hills, at least be prepared. That's all I'm saying. That's all. So that that's my fun story as to what I've been doing during this pandemic is still staying in shape and at least climbing mountains. See, I can't do that because it's just <laughs> like, I can't do that. I can't. I'm just, like, I love uh, exploring, going on new adventures, but. I can't do that. I just can't. It's very dangerous. It's not... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't do it. My story probably didn't help, did it? Did it? No, it did not. It just said, <laughs> you know what? I am going to stay my ass on land at normal altitude. I won't even go to Denver. Oh, Denver's not bad. Not for oh, you. Come on. That's only 5,280 feet. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, Built Bar is back and better than ever. They took some time off, but now they are back and completely redesigned with new packaging and new flavors. They are only 130 calories with 17 grams of protein and only 4 grams of sugar, so they are very healthy for you. And most of these flavors are processed in a nut-free facility for those of you with nut allergies. They've brought back some old favorite flavors such as double chocolate and salted caramel. And they've added some new flavors such as Cherry Barcia. Hey, it's like Cherry Garcia, but Cherry Barcia because it's a protein bar. And cookies and cream, which I am very much looking forward to. So go to BuiltBar.com now and in the promo box, enter the promo code Locked On to get $10 off your next order of Built Bar. So once again, that is BuiltBar.com, promo code Locked On to get $10 off your next order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land that tastes like a candy bar.
Oh man, try so, it so once. Maybe once, but maybe like uh, sometime like later in the future when when I have a, a better opportunity to do so. Yeah, but, but SoCal like, people are fitness freaks. We are. Okay. I mean, we we just like to. Uh, I mean, on the East Coast, what do we like to do? Let me let me think. Let me think. Uh, you like to go to Rita's? Rita's Water Ice. You guys don't have that, do you? No, and I'm jealous. You don't have Wawa either. No. But Rita's. Man, I love Rita's. I do too. <laughs> hey, Rita's, if, if if you are listening to this right now, I am open to sponsorships. Just just put that out there. We're, <laughs> we're, he and I are not getting paid for this. No, but that was my favorite place going to in New Jersey. I love that shop. Ah. Yeah, I, I, I always miss uh, when I have to go to Michigan to, for college. Uh, I miss um, getting uh, I, I miss water ice because it's just like, you know, it's, it's you can it, it. No one does it better than the East Coast, really. When how do you pronounce it? Uh, how do you pronounce it? Uh-huh. Like water ice, water ice. Yeah, there we go. Some people. OK, so I, I grew up in the Midwest mostly, so I say water. Uh, my mom, who grew up on the East Coast, uh, and you know, some people I, I'm uh, I'm around most of the time will say water ice, water ice. So like, butter becomes butter. So like, mm-hmm. so so you know, it, it's some words like that. So I'm glad you picked that up. So I I say water, but people around me will say water, and I try to say no water, like say wa as in wawa, then say ter, like you know, but no. So words like water becomes water, water. And uh, butter. and butter becomes butter. So, like you know, yep. Just a little East Coast fact. Y'all have Scrapple out there too. We have what? Scrapple. Uh, hmm. Not. Oh, did I, did I hit, did I hit a nerve? Yes. Hmm. There's there's a story there, isn't there? Do you not like Scrapple? Uh. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I, I don't. I don't. Last time I ate it, it got me really sick. So really, yeah. Just like I, I don't know. I don't know what was in it. Just like, just like it did not. I did not sit well, and I just said to this day when I think about it, I get sick. It's the same with uh, it, it, I'm like that with some foods, like eggs Benedict's. Like like when I ate that one time, just like the aftermath, I I, I barely could move. So it was just like foods like that. I just. Uh, I get gets me nauseous just thinking about it. Uh, my my buddy Chris, he lives out in near Atlantic City, and the first time I ever tried Scrapple, I said, "What the hell is this? This isn't bad." And he said, "Oh, it's Scrapple. Like you've never had this before." I'm like, "No. Like, tell me more about this Scrapple. I have no idea what this is." See, West Coast people are not knowing what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> but Scrapple, you should go to Boston. Go to go to Boston. Or go to the East Coast. Scrapple is basically the scraps of the pig, which is why they call it that. And it's delicious. I like it. I, I like it, man. Well, we, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it another shot, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You, no okay. time soon. No time I'll, soon. I'll go. I'll go West Coast here. You know what you guys do not have out there that I'm glad we have out here. In out burger. And how did you know? How did you I've, know? I've always wanted to try In-Out Burger, but my aunt told me years ago that you can only get out in the West Coast. 
because I saw it on TV one time. I was like, or see, I was watching the show, the Nickelodeon show, Drake and Josh, and and, the, and you know, yes. obviously the real. They can't use the real name, so they say Inside Out Burger. And I was yeah. I asked my aunt, like as a kid, I was like, is Inside Out Burger real? And she's like, uh, no, but I think they're referring to or trying to parody In and Out Burger. That's and exactly I was like, can, can we go there and try it? And I was, she was like, uh, you would have to go out to California. Yep. So we are blessed out here to have In and Out Burger. And everyone listening to this podcast can vouch for In and Out Burger, or the majority of people out here can vouch for it. Uh, some of the best burgers ever at a very low price. <laughs> That's the thing. They're low cost, very, very delicious, and something that West Coasters will vouch for till death. We'll we'll defend In N Out Burger till the day we die. That it is the best burger in the nation. Better than Five Guys, better than Whataburger by far. Sorry, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, sorry, but it's all about In N Out. When you have Nickelodeon shows parodying In N Out Burger, you know it's that good. See, now we can devolve into Nickelodeon because you're more in Drake and Josh. Um, I will give I a shout out. I'll give a shout out to a fellow Locked On host, Gabrielle Starr. She hosts Locked On Red Sox. She also does a podcast called Nickelodeon Again, <laughs> where she talks about Nick shows of the past. Recently, she did a show about SpongeBob SquarePants, the pilot. And then one eternity later, that episode finally went up. Sorry, Gabrielle, but that episode finally went up and it's fantastic. But some of the shows I grew up watching, my screen name by itself, my screen name is Stimpy JD. Stimpy's in the name. I've never seen Ren and Stimpy. It was like um, my dad ah. told me. Re- my dad told me recently that uh, Ren and Stimpy was a show that uh, college students would would watch when they were high. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not. He's, he's not. Hallucinogenic trips watching that show, which is kind of the appeal of it as a kid. Why did I really say that out loud? Yes. It was Come a weird, who, show. weird show. Who believes? Who believes in log and powdered toast, man? Ren and Snippy is a classic cartoon, classic Nicktoon. Not denying that. I just said I've never watched it because you know, I you know well, I they, mean, they, they do reruns time to time, but it's just like I yeah. never watched it. It wasn't until much later my mom finally realized what I was watching, and she kind of always gave me this look like you're watching Ren and Stimpy again. Like, should you be watching that show? <laughs> really? I, I will say this. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, yeah. joy, joy. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, you don't realize uh, how bad cartoons are. Some of them are. Until after you watch them after a certain amount of time. There's so much innuendo in Ren and Stimpy. There's a lot more innuendo in Animaniacs than that's I, really what I That's what I love. Like, I'm, I'm re- so, so recently, like, uh, you see shows reappearing on, like, um, on like uh, Hulu, uh, Netflix, and stuff like that, and I'm able to get some of the jokes now. I, I finally understand it. Even SpongeBob to an extent too, because it's like, wait a minute, I didn't pick that up as a kid. I was like, or uh, I'll give you a few examples. So it, it, there was this one show. I don't know if you've heard of it. Victorious. Uh, one of the characters goes, "How do you go from an A to a D?" And one of the girl characters goes, "Happened to me in eighth grade." And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a bra. Um, uh, Let's see what what else. Um, uh, or, or in Drake and Josh, when uh, Josh kisses a girl because he won a contest, he's like, "I won a contest," and the girl, quote unquote, goes, 
congratulations, man. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, you know, what, what was that? And I'm like, oh, she was trans. And literally, I was like, you cannot do that joke in 2020. That, that would cause so much controversy. Like, oh my you, could, God. you could not do that joke now. now uh, or um, I, I don't know if they, they could get away with this um, now, but uh, in Drake and Josh, when they were getting interrogated, he was, she was, uh, uh, the, the, the officers were asking them questions and, and, you know, they, they said the, the description was too clean cut Caucasian male. And Drake goes, there you go. We're not Caucasian. We're white guys. And then Josh whispers <laughs> saying, Caucasian means we are white. And he's like, carry on. Cause I'm like, how did they get away with this? Like were censors really that, that bad? Like, you know, cause like in 2020, you couldn't do jokes like that. Because that would cause so much controversy. And which is why Animaniacs get so much backlash. Because of all the dirty jokes that they told on that show. Even Ren and Stimpy and their, quote, language of idiots. Or even worse, I remember this episode where Ren and Stimpy died by suicide. Or Tom and Jerry, same thing. Tom and Jerry, in the last episode, they both uh, commit suicide by train. But obviously, as a kid, I don't pick that up. Because I don't right? understand. But, but then you look back like, later oh. and go, how did they get away with this? I was like, that is dark. Like, they, yeah. they both had their hearts broken, and they just sat on the train tracks, and then the screen went blank. Then you hear the train chugging along. I'm like, how did you get it? What were sensors like that? You couldn't, like, wow. I, I, I get it. It was like, uh, I forget when Tom and Jerry ended it. But, you know, it was just like, I, th- there was no censorship back then? Like, what channel did it actually air on where could you get away with that? No, but then again, you also got away with cigarettes back then on TV. And guns, and guns as well. That's what there was. There was a lot of, for some reason, there was a lot of cigarettes on Ren and Stimpy. And I remember that Ren would always say, like, smoke him if you've got him. Who says that now? You, no one, because the PTA, uh, whoever reviews uh, child uh, shows, uh, the parental websites they will be they will be at nickelodeon's doors with pitchforks and uh axes and and, and uh, uh torches they would be like you better take that show off air right now yeah i can imagine this right now they're going up to nick offices and going uh hello sir uh, uh we're the head of the pta um, um no you can't talk about cigarettes that's very not good that's very no. not good because it was back then it was like uh it was someone's uh right to like you know during school they if during a lunch break they could go out to like a park and and smoke or something like that you know it was their uh civilian uh right to do so but you know obviously if you get caught smoking cigarettes you're most likely going to get expelled from school yeah yeah nowadays you get expelled for stuff like that back then you get a slap on the wrist and the principal says hey put those away and get back to class (laughs) right nope can't get away with that now nope not at all Oh man, we we've talked about anything and everything. And you know what? This is good. This is good for our shows because you know when, when your team isn't in the playoffs, sometimes you need other things to discuss because life is more than just about uh, sucky uh, hockey teams and you know things not going our way. There are other things hey, we like hey, to talk hey, about. Hey. Both of our teams have won the cup at least. Okay, okay. We we got three. You guys got you guys. We got three. You guys got one. Well. I wasn't going to go there. Well, you guys are more recent. I'll give you that. But, you know, still. Technically, it, it could have been two. 
It could have been. And it could have been four for us back in 2012, but it didn't happen. If, if not for, I, I, I'm not going to go there, but one of the most iconic moments in Ducks history happened to be Paul Correa. And Ducks fans still hate a certain player because of that. <clears throat> Paging pa- pa- Scott Stevens. Scott Stevens, yes. Scott yeah. Ste- oh, oh, come on. You can't hate on Scott Stevens. Scott Stevens. He legend. knocked out Paul Correa. He knocked okay. him unconscious. Maybe, maybe he angered uh, Maybe he angered him. Okay, no, no. Legend. He played the game with heart. And, and you know what? It wasn't against the rules at the time, so it's, it's, it stands. <laughs> legend. Legend. Uh, any kids watching this, watch Scott Stevens highlights, and that's how you better play. That's no. That's going to take your places. Legend, legend, New Jersey Devils legend. So obviously we're talking about the 2003 Cup Final where the Devils met the Mighty Ducks and the Ducks lost in seven. But how can you forget that moment? Uh, Because it wasn't really a moment. It was just he got in the way and he got knocked out. (laughs) Just got in the way. It wasn't, it wasn't, it, you know, it's not really a moment. It's more of just uh, unfortunate circumstances. It w- Come on, get, you know, Scott, <laughs> you know how Scott Stevens is. So why would you get in his way? Why would you piss him off? Like, no, no, no. He no. didn't get in his way. He didn't. Korea was away from the puck. He was trying to skate away. Well, maybe he shouldn't have skated away. Maybe he shouldn't have been a coward. <laughs> Scott Stevens is a legend, and he's absolutely one hundred percent right. I don't care what you say; he played the game with heart. Okay, how about we how about we go back to what we said three minutes ago? At least both of our teams have won the cup. Yes, yes, yes. both of our teams won. A, at least we've won the Stanley Cup. At least we have some championship uh, pedigree. Uh, in, in we're not the San Jose Sharks. No, at least we're not that. Sorry, my friend Cody so, Bratton, who lives in Fort Wayne, Indiana, huge uh, Sharks guy. We're not you guys. Sorry. Sorry, Kyle, but this is our obligatory at least once a week, uh, I guess, bashing of the Sharks. Be- because I have Sarah on frequently, we both don't like the Sharks. So whenever she comes on the show, we typically have at least one bash towards our teal neighbors to the north. And this was it. So at least we have titles. Yes, that's the least you could say. We got three. He's got one. He's got his more recently, but, you know, still, we, we got championships. Championships uh, can't sit at this table with us. No championships. Yep. There is one common denominator between our teams and the Cups. Niedermeyer. Ah, uh, Niedermeyer. Scott Niedermeyer. One of you the know, greatest players of all time. Didn't score a lot, but you know what? That uh, I, I remember I had a guy on the show. His name was Eric Liebrecht. He said, you know, Defense uh, wins you championships, but and the Devils were uh, the epitome of it because you know they're known for their defensive system, and that's uh, unfortunately it's become our detriment. But you know, still when, when you win cha- when you win championships, you need defense and Niedermeyer, Stevens. There's a reason why um, we have five retired numbers and four of them are uh, play defense. You know, you got well, you know, three of them are defensive men. One of them is Marty Brodeur, but that's still you know good defense. Yeah, that, so. that counts. Yeah, that counts. So I'll go one even further before we wrap up. Defense wins championships. Heart wins you championships as well. That Ducks team had a lot of heart, and Scott Niedermeyer captained that team. He was 
he was the heart and soul of that team. And he knew how to play the right way. So I have to give him credit for that. And I appreciate you. And yeah, you're, you're right. Niedermeyer, uh, like I said, he wasn't really, he didn't really score a lot. See, the stuff he did didn't really score up, show up in the score sheet. But you just loved his defensive effort. You loved uh, mm-hmm. his uh, style of play. Same with Scott Stevens. I know people love him. I know some people hate him. I think Scott Stevens and Niedermeyer, they're the type of people that you love on your team and you would love to help beat a team you dislike. But in terms of uh, going against your team, you absolutely hate them. You think you're, they're dirty players. Uh, you know, it's just like a lot of the reasons why we have these rules now where you essentially can't touch a player, you know, like the clutch and grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a, a reason we have these rules is because of those guys. So, I mean, you know, my dad tells me like, if it wasn't for Nieder, if it wasn't for uh, Stevens and Niedermeyer, uh, the uh, wings would have won the 95 championship. Yeah. That, that's a good example. All right. Well, I think we've got to wrap up. Otherwise we'll be here all day. Yeah. And we don't have all day. We have a, the, our, our producers are very strict about us doing anywhere from 22 to 30 minutes. And we've gone over twice. No, you know, this is going to be broken up into several shows. We'll we'll have content for a while. Yes. We'll, we will have a lot of content and I thank you because I am going back to college and I need to get settled in. So yay college. I, yeah, you oh, you're lucky. I still got two more years. Uh, two more years, two more years possibly grad school hey congrats if, if that happens thank you but you know that's not, that if, if, if i didn't think i would be in the situation i am now so a lot can change so uh appreciate you coming on jason uh and uh we have content for days right now and we talked about hockey we talked about baseball we talked about uh basketball we talked about nickelodeon we've talked about everything we didn't talk about basketball that much as we, we could talked have about kobe. we talked about kobe yeah so I will just say my pick for the finals, I have the Lakers and the Raptors in the yeah, finals. The Bucks, the Bucks just lost to the to the Orlando Magic at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going LA versus Toronto. LA Lakers, that is. And Lakers won the championship for Kobe. So folks, that is gonna wrap it up for today. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to check us out on Twitter at LO underscore ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. That's the best place you can reach me is on Twitter. Or if you want, you can email me at locked on Anaheim Ducks at gmail.com once again locked on anaheim ducks at gmail.com and i just want to say i want to thank you all for listening throughout this off season for the ducks it has now been five months and almost three weeks since we've had hockey at the ponda and i know it's been a long time since we've had ducks hockey and it's still going to be a long time until we have ducks hockey back in anaheim We're looking at about three months approximately when we'll have hockey back there. So I just want to thank you all for sticking by and continuing listening and your continued support. I greatly appreciate it. And thank you for still listening. I see the numbers. The numbers are still there. You guys are listening. So thank you all once again. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you listening. So please talk to me on Twitter. Send me an email. I'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, Next month will be the Stanley Cup semifinals and the Stanley Cup finals that's going to take place in September October is going to be the NHL draft 
So I figured that is a nice little way to wrap up the month. Yeah, this is our last podcast of the month because our next show isn't going to be until Tuesday, September 1st. So I usually do some kind of wrap-up of the month. Uh, We've had a pretty good month of shows. Uh, Obviously, we've had some pretty good interviews. Sarah Avampado and I, we've had our terrible, terrible, (laughs) to say the least, awful predictions. Yeah, I'm not going to beat on the bush. We've had some bad predictions. We've also had some great talks with other hosts. Uh, We've had Kat Silverman come on to help cover the Arizona Coyotes. And that's another weird thing about this past month is I did not expect to be covering the Coyotes for a couple of weeks since we still have no Locked on Coyotes host. So that was kind of unexpected to get a few Coyotes fans on here. So I thank all of you guys for listening that came on from the Coyotes. And finally, I just want to thank those that have brought me on and their continued support. Uh, One big shout out. Once again, I've mentioned him before, Taylor Blake Ward. He is no longer with the network. Um, he's had some personal stuff going on and also some health stuff. So I just want to give him a very quick shout out and thinking of you and also a massive, massive shout out to Locked on Canucks host. Okay, Justin Morissette. If you guys hadn't heard by now, Justin Morissette was involved in an incident that has left him in the hospital for the better part of the past eight days. Uh, He was attacked by anti-gay protesters out in Vancouver and Justin I know you're hearing this we're thinking about you buddy Uh, keep healing we send all our best wishes to you everyone that has been associated with you everyone that's been friends with you and even those that have called in to the Sportsnet postgame for the Canucks we're all thinking about you buddy and I'm glad to have taken part in one of those so once again If you guys are able, just send him a quick hello. Uh, Justin Morissette, send him some healing vibes. All right. That will once again wrap it up for the month for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying stay safe out there. Continue practicing social distancing. Be kind to everyone. And Ducks fly together. (laughs) 